This is the Insurance Buzz, where we discuss selling insurance in today's time, generating time and financial freedom in your agency, and what's trending in our industry. I'm your host, Michael Weaver, and in this episode, we have special guest Trevor Haggard, and we talk all things from making sure that you're in the right circle of people, the importance of delegation and establishing boundaries, and making sure you're setting your team up to win the day. With that being said, let's start the show. Hey, welcome to the Insurance Buzz. I'm your host, Michael Weaver, and today we have special guest, Mr. Trevor Haggard. How are you today? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good, my man. Thank you so much for uh, for coming on today. I appreciate your time. Yeah, dude. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. So, I don't know if you have a coffee in hand or not, but I do because we're about to get buzzed on the insurance buzz. <laughs> I've got a uh, ghost energy drink, man, so I am uh, ready to roll. <laughs> hey, there, there we go. There we go. So, um, for those that don't know Trevor, Trevor is a rock star agent, and we're going to get into some of that stuff, but... Before we get into that, who was Trevor before insurance? Yeah, man. Um, so I'm 28 uh, right now. I have been in the insurance industry with uh, with the State Farm since 2015. Um, so been that's all I've I've really uh, ever known. Uh, before insurance, um, I went to college. I was on the baseball team, played ball pretty much my whole life. Um, had a goal to go play pro, um, obviously, like any kid does. Uh, but after a shoulder surgery sidelined me in high school in my senior year, um, ended up going to college, still played, had a pretty good, um, you know, se- you know, three or four seasons. Uh, but, you know, that just wasn't uh, in the table anymore. So got married uh, right out of college and didn't know really what I was going to do. Um, went to school for, you know, exercise science. And that was what I thought I was going to do, you know, open up a gym. That was going to be my life. And um, when I found out that there were already a million gyms where I was, I was like, dude, I got to figure out something else. There was a state farm agent that was hiring. And uh, I went, called him, talked to him. And uh, he hired me. And really, dude, to be honest with you, I thought I was going to be like, taking payments, making calls, and that was it. The goal was to work for him for probably a year or two, move back home, and open up another gym. And uh, so I started really like trying to get to know him and seeing some of the freedom that he had and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. Let me talk with him and kind of figure out what it takes to actually do what he he does. And uh, so I did. I learned from him, and now here I am. <laughs> and the the, the rest is history. Yeah. No, man, that that's awesome. So uh obviously I can tell you like the gym. You you're like a freaking Greek goddess over there, chiseled and <laughs> <laughs> No man, I but, but but I love that. So I actually want to talk about that before we get into like how how you why insurance and all that good stuff. What do you think? Yeah, sure. Do you have do you have like daily success habits that you think contribute to you being a high performer? I mean, besides working out and things like that. Um, I mean, probably so. So like at a young age, my dad would kind of always raise me like that. Like I wasn't, I've never had the best sort of talent or any of that out, out there. Um, my dad just from a young age, for, cause he always worked hard and nothing was really ever handed to him. 
So from a young age, he kind of, you know, told me, he was like, man, if you want it, you got to go work for it. Like no one's handing you anything. And uh, hearing that over and over every day and for him to push me really hard in all aspects of life, especially sports, I think carried over into some of the business stuff. So I was just instilled in that every single day. So people kept pushing me to do more and just to be more. So, I mean, I'd start my day at, you know, 4 a.m. Um, every day. I get up, I work out, and it's it's just one of those things that I've just always done. Um, I don't I don't miss a day. I don't really sleep in. I just get up and I start because that's just when my day starts. Those are when all, all the goals start, and that's just how I've, I've always been. So, I mean, that's really the only, like, daily habit. I do, I guess for the past eight weeks, I've been taking ice-cold showers. So, there for a while, I was taking warm showers, and then at, like, the last, like, 30 seconds, I would just turn it cold. But now I've just started taking like ice cold, ice cold showers. As soon as you get in, um, it's freezing in there. But I don't really know why uh, I can start that. Um, honestly, like it, I don't know like if it does anything for me, but it does suck. So I just feel like, hey, like let's get two sucky things out of the way uh, for your day. So waking up at four a.m. is not easy. I've been doing it for the past eight years, and it hasn't gotten any easier. Um, and then ice cold showers are also not super fun too. So I just do that. So if I've got two sucky things out of the way, uh, you know, before 6 a.m., then the day is usually pretty easy for me. Man, I uh, I love that. It's number one, the 4 a.m. club. I don't hear I don't hear very many people that the the first time I ever heard that was the uh, when Kobe Bryant unfortunately passed away. But I, I read something to where yeah, he, right. was at, he was at 4 a.m. club getting up every day. So kudos to you, man. And it's funny you bring up the cold showers because people ask me the same thing. Like, why do you do cold showers? Yeah, or, I've been or, seeing or, that, dude. Yeah. Or, or why do you do why yeah, do you, I've been seeing why, it. What are you doing jumping in your lake when it's like iced over? And I'm like, right. I have the same exact response. It's like, well, there are health benefits. Like, obviously, Wim Hof, Tony yeah. Robbins talk about that stuff. But it is, it sucks. Like, it is hard every time. And it's like, if I can force myself yeah. to do something hard every day, I can do anything. Yeah, I was I was reading something uh, from somebody and it was like, if the reason your life is hard is because you started making easy choices, you started making your life easy and the easier you make your life, the harder it actually becomes. And uh, I, when I read that, I was like, holy cow, like that, that really hits hits home because like I just have chosen to make the harder choices. And therefore, I'm not saying life is like super easy or any of that stuff, but it makes life easier. Like I get less stressed out about stuff because I make that harder choice. That's actually push myself into do more things. So it's just, it just makes life easier for me, so to speak. No, I love that, man. I I feel the same way. So you, so obviously athlete, uh, wanted to Mm -hmm. own a gym. So you had that entrepreneurial type of spirit. What made you, what made you lean towards the insurance opportunity versus going and opening up your own gym? Yeah. So I think for me with working for the first agent that I worked for, he kind of, I just, I saw the freedom. I saw the nice things he had. So really from a young age, it wasn't like it, like, I guess taking a step back, like it wasn't the best for me because I was looking at it from money side, freedom side, all that stuff. So not a great way to kind of look at it, but at the same time, when you're 21, 22 years old and you see somebody that has nice things, doesn't have a boss, all that stuff, like that's that's nice, man. 
So that's what attracted me to it. And that's what kind of kept me in the loop. The freedom piece was more the big thing for me. I love the freedom aspect, um, being able to kind of come and go as I want, have a team that works with me and does a really awesome job. And I'm not going to miss a kid's game. I'm not going to miss any school stuff. The money's cool. That's fine. But that's not why I'm here. I love talking to people. I love getting to meet people. And I think that's a that's huge for me. That's just who I am. But the freedom piece is what really, really keeps me like that's what I love the most about it. I love that. And I love that you're <laughs> you're transparent because I was the same way. Is it people are like, How did you stumble across insurance? I'm like, Well, honestly, the agent I was working for showed me a check one day and I was like, damn, that's more than like my parents making three months. Like this is uh yeah, right. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> but I was the same thing, 22 year old kid. And obviously, so you grow into that passion and that yeah, purpose right. and, and what you love about the opportunity, whether it's helping people, leading a team. I, the one thing that you just said there that I think is very important, like your team works with you, not for you. And I look, I mean, yeah. that obviously is going to be part of why you've seen continued success year in and year out and knocking right. out of the park. So let's talk a little bit about, I, I think that that'd be a good conversation because you, you hit the, the ground running. I mean, I, I've, I've followed you now since probably you 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 started back in 2019 yeah. and you've been a rock star in this business. And so thanks, for, thanks. so what you would have started at what age? 25, 24. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was about to turn 25. So I was right at 24. Yep. Okay. So 24, 25 years old, no business experience, no leadership experience, no management experience, and you just kill it every year. So what would you say are some things that you think have contributed to that continued success year in and year out? So I think probably the biggest thing is I leaned on a lot of people. Um, I'm not afraid to pick up the phone and call. I, I actually called, you know, you, I've called a lot of people and just reached out to them. And I was like, Hey, I need help. Like, I don't really know what I'm doing what are things that you've learned and what are things that you've done? Um, I bought a ton of books. I bought everything. Um, and I talked to a ton of people and just, I was like, I just need to know like what you've done that's worked well for you. Um, and so, I mean, that's played a huge role for me. I think there's a lot of people that don't, they, their pride is so big that they don't want to ask for help. And I get that. I'm very like, like type A, like I want to figure it out. But at the same time, like these people are on your team. Like they want to see you do well. So like reach out to them. So I reached out to them um, and I hired a lot of great folks and I hired people that I wanted to be friends with. So I talked to a lot of agents and they were like, don't be friends with your team. Like they work for you. And that's not who I am. I'm friends with my team. I'll, I'll go do anything for them. And we, we sit out like, like in the lobby and we joke around and we have a great time. And those are people that I spend every day with. So I want to like you. Like, I want to be friends with you. So I've hired people that I want to be friends with. And like, I, I treat them like that. Like, they're my friends. And they know that if we're having a slow week, like, I'm going to come up to them and say, like, hey, like, we got to pick it up. But I'm there to help them. Like, I'm not going to tell them to do this, but then me go out and go, you know, I mean, golf or something like that. So like, I'm in the trenches, so to speak, with them. Like I'm helping them and doing anything I can for them. And I feel like that's been a big reason as to why we've been able to do well so far. I love, I do love that. So 
you're hiring people more based off of, and I, I love this, of who you can foresee yourself being around eight to 10 hours a day, um, yeah. which is yeah, really, seriously. really important. Yeah. Um, you're hiring based off of personalities and then you teach them the skills to be successful. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I dig that. So let's go into, I had, I want to go into, so, cause I think this is interesting. Cause I started about the same age. I was 25 and I turned 26. Sure. What have yeah. you, what do you think? And I'm not, don't put, I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but what yeah, do sure. you think you've learned from that beginning of, of agency, no leadership, no management, no business owner experience till now? What's, what's like one or two things you've, you've progressed at or learned that if you would have known at 24, 25, it would have sped everything up? Um, I think, man, being able to pass off tasks, you know, like I was, when I first opened, I could not, I, I couldn't delegate anything. Um, I needed to be hands-on. I needed to do it. And I felt like no one was going to do it the, as well as me. And I, instead of training my team to actually do it and to let them do it, I just handled it. So that first year I was, I was writing almost everything too. Like I would just say, Hey, like, like I can do it. I can do it. And I knew that this is not sustainable. So I had to take a massive step back after year one and say, okay, I got to delegate. So um, Susan has actually been with me since, since the first day. And she, she even, she even came in here and said, what do you need me to do for you? Like, let me do, let me help you. And after that, it's, it's been great. So I think, Delegating task was the biggest thing for me just because the way that I was raised is no one's going to do it as well as you. So you go handle it. Like it, if something goes wrong, it's your fault. So go handle it. Um, which is not a bad way to, to be about things, but if you want to actually scale to where you want to be, you can't do it all. You've got to delegate. You've got to pass on tasks. You've got to teach your team how to do that. And that's what I've, I'm not great at it still. I still fail at that every single day, but I'm trying every day to get a little bit better at it. And I pass off tasks and I, I ask them to, you know, take this, you know, away from me. So that would be the biggest thing. And then I think for the leadership piece that that's every day, man, I'm still trying to learn that and to become a better leader every day for, for my team. Um, there's some things that I do well and some things I don't do well. Um, so I'm really open with them and I'll ask them like, what do you need from me? Like, what can I be a little bit better at? Um, and that's why I hire people that I do because we're all really close. Um, so I want them to tell me like, Hey, you're doing really good at this task, but this is where I see us. This is where we need to kind of like, like focus on. So I'm, I'm very open with them and just ask for like help. Okay, man, that is a, uh, I think a lot of people listening to this right now, and I know myself, I can even, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of small business owners and just people in general, leaders, managers go through that because you, type A, you already said it. So you're like, instead of, you probably were back in the day, like, well, instead of teaching someone to do it, that takes 20 minutes, I can do it myself and be done in three minutes. And I know it's going to be done the right Every way. Day. <laughs> Every day. I know it's going to be Every done the right day. way. It's going to be done yep. quicker. But 
you've, you've realized that you, it is going to be extremely hard to number one, scale the business, but number two, have the freedom that you want that originally motivated you to do this profession if you're not able to delegate. Yeah. And so that, um, in my first year, one night I was at home with my wife and my kids and, um, I forgot what we were doing. We were sitting there and she, she just looked at me and she was like, if you're going to be home, be home. If not go back. And that really hit me as far as like, okay, I need to leave work at work and I need to learn how to just delegate tasks and tell people I can get back to you in the morning or my, my team can handle this for you. So she's been a very, she's been great for me because she's not type A. She's just kind of like, Hey, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to come home and that's it. And I'm not, I'm the type that like I run this agency and I like, that's what I do 24 seven. Like I'm, I'm always, even if I'm not at work, like I'm still working, so to speak. Um, but she's been a godsend for me to kind of balance me out and really like, Hey, when you're home, you're home. And so that's been awesome for me to have that. Man, thank you so much for, uh, for, I actually, if you don't mind talking about that a little bit, so what do your, cause this is something I personally struggled with. I still struggle with it today. Now I've gotten better through yeah. my age, but what have you done to help with the boundaries with, with having, when you leave work, work's done, I go home. I, talk yeah. a little bit about that. So I still struggle with that now. Um, it's, it's a grind every day. I do my best to when I leave work and I get home to just put my phone down, uh, which is tough, man. Cause like if I get a text, a call, whatever, and I'm always looking on you know social media for like the next thought that like I, I can do or, you know, something like that. But I've done my best to just leave my phone at home. So when my kids are there and, you know, I'm hanging out, with them, I can just be at home and be with them because the last thing I want to do is when they're now 16 or something like that, look back and be like, wow, like I missed all those days when they were kids because I was on a phone taking a payment or I was handling something like that. Now, if somebody calls me because they had an accident, had a fire, totally different story. I'll happily answer that. But if somebody texts me about a payment or something like that, hey, I'll get back with you in the morning. And I think most people are, are fine with that. They just send that text to say like, Hey, I don't want to forget. So I'm just going to text you now. Uh, but I mean, I, I, I still struggle with it, but my wife is very good about letting me know like, Hey, you're at home. And I'm like, okay, yep. Sorry. Like, so she does a very good job of keeping me grounded in that aspect. So that's awesome. No, I love that you, <clears throat> I mean, this is, so big for you this early on in your career to establish those boundaries and understand because this took me a long time. The customer will be okay. Now, if it's yeah. a major situation like bad car yeah, wreck, right. house is on fire, that's one thing. But like what you said, hey, here's my new address. Hey, here's I need here's my I need to make a payment, whatever. Yeah, right. They understand. Like they have yeah. lives too. They unplug from work. Like they understand you're a human, but for this early on in your career, for you to understand, because you pride yourself in your customer service. I can tell that just by yeah, watching sure. you right now, but you're you're making your family a priority. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is super important for people to hear other business owners, because I know that they struggle with the same thing you struggle with. So thanks yeah. for opening up about that. Yeah, man, for sure. No, it's something that I, I fell out every single day and I try my best to 
do something a little bit better every single day when it comes to that. Um, I wish I wish I had it figured out and I reach out to people all the time on it to try to figure it out and just to get a little bit better at it. Um, it's just something that I'm just like slowly trying to figure out every single day. Absolutely. So let's go into let's go into the agency a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Just visit for a little bit. So tell me, do you have like a win the day strategy or anything that you like hold the team accountable to that you that really helps you take your office to the next level? You feel like? Yeah, man. Um, so when I first started, um, I had a coach and he was like, OK, what are the goals for, you know, for the month? And I said, I, you know, I want to write 60 cars, 40 fire and all that. And he was like, OK, he's like, great. So he was like, if you go in there your first day and tell your team that you want to write 60 cars and 40 fire, they are going to freak out. And I was like, OK, fair, fair. So he said, you need to break your goals down into every single so my goal from the first day is one car and one fire. Everybody in the office writes one car and one fire. And man, it's, it's a stupid, simple goal. And it's honestly super, super silly. But if you walk in here and ask my team, what's the goal? They'll all be like one and one. Cause they've heard me say it a hundred thousand times. They get annoyed. I mean, they, they see me and, and they're like one and one, we know. And I, I get it, but it's worked and it's, it's worked every time, man. And it's, it's been great. That's, <clears throat> I love that because obviously repetition enhances learning, but you've dialed it down to be so simple, like quotes, doesn't matter, whatever we aim for. So each team member, just so I get this right, or is this for an office? Mm-hmm. So one, one it's, auto, yeah. one fire. Everyone. Yeah. So if I've got four folks in here, that's four and four every okay. day. Yep. Okay. I love that. That's uh, so keeping it simple. Yeah. And we all know. Yeah, I, mean, I just, I mean, I, I try to think back to, you know, sports, um, you know, for, for the baseball stuff, if you're, you know, you know, hitting and you're thinking of like, Hey, I got to get my hands back. I got to get loaded. I got to do this, this, and this, your mind is just jumbled. But if you're like, Hey, do this one thing every single time, then life starts to become super easy. So just like, just focus on that one thing. So like their goal, like they know every single morning we always meet, Hey, your goal is one and one. And I mean, that's it. And I mean, like, I don't, I don't talk really about anything else. Granted, like they have service work to like do and all that stuff. And, and, you know, they know how to pivot and all that, but like your, your core focus is just one and one and it's worked. I don't know why, but it just works. I know why it's simple and it's achievable, man. You've got them, you've got them laser focused on one auto, one fire a day, brother. Like that is simplistic and achievable and attainable, which is all you have to do as a leader. Like keep your goals simple, keep the activities simple. And I love that. So that's, yeah, that's huge for all you listening. That's a, that's, that's a heck of a, heck of a gold nugget right there. So, um, (laughs) what are you, so you're, you're an entrepreneur by heart. What are you, are you doing mm-hmm. and, and you're still young in your career. So are you doing anything yeah. outside of the business yet to really start to make your money, maybe work for you or invest in other projects? Yeah. So, um, some of the real estate stuff I've started, uh, getting into as far as like, you know, some of the rentals, uh, some of the flips, stuff like that. I'm still kind of dabbling in it just cause I really have no idea what I'm doing, but we just got our first house under contract to flip. 
uh, yesterday, just signed for and all stuff. I have no idea what I'm I'm even doing, but uh, I just dove in. So I'm super pumped uh, on that. So we'll see how that uh, sort of goes. Um, it's kind of like everything else I've, I've done. I've just really kind of like dove in and just like figured it out like as I was going. So that's how we're going to do this too. <laughs> Brother, man, congrats. That's huge. That's huge. And, and yeah, Thanks, man. A- action is better than no action. So what made you, yeah. what made you, what made you lean towards the, the flipping, the flipping game? Well, it, this one was kind of like, it just, it, it was just there. This guy was like wanting to move. He like, he's a shooter. So he like needed to move and just wanted like, like some of the cash. So uh, I made an offer for him. He was wanting like X amount. We offered like, like 20 grand lower cash. And he was like, okay, cool. And uh, we ran some of the comps and it should sell for like, uh, like an extra hundred grand more. Um, and we're going to put like 30 or 40 in it um, just to like, like fix it up. Um, and I just thought it would be a good, like fun little project just to fix it up, flip it and then be done and kind of take the profits and roll that into, uh, you know, some of the rentals. So okay. we'll, we'll see what happens. <clears throat> so I got to ask, are you yeah. going to do the work yourself or are you going to hire, delegate out the work? I am delegating all of it because <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea. Um, I've got a friend of mine that like has a crew and uh, he is going to be setting up everything for it. Um, I've got no idea what I'm even doing. So, I mean, I can go in there and like, I can demo some of the stuff. Like I can take a freaking hammer uh, to the walls, but like, as far as everything else, like I got no idea. So I'm letting them pretty much roll with it. And I'm just going to kind of like oversee some of the project. (laughs) All right, man. I love that. Well, if you do end up having to take out any walls, make sure you take a big ass sledgehammer and just put a hole through the wall, man. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I'll make a video of it. (laughs) <laughs> well, Trevor, man, I uh, I appreciate you today. I appreciate your time today. Today was uh, today was a lot of fun. So, how do people, yeah, if, if they wanted to follow you, contact you, what's the best way for them to do that? Yes. Yeah, so, Instagram is probably what I'm on uh, most often. Uh, the business page is Trevor is my agent, and then my personal page is just JT Haggard. Um, you could message me or, or follow me on either. The business page, you're going to get more business stuff. Um, personal page, you're going to get like me and the wife and the kids and like, you know, fitness and just like a bunch of random stuff. So either way, that would probably okay. be the best way to find me. All right, my man. Well, again, thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, Michael. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Insurance Buzz. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, Please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. If you want to take your insurance agency to the next level and join our community, simply check out Weaver Sales Academy at www.weaversa.com. Again, that's www.weaversa.com. Or visit the show notes on our new and current programs we have available exclusively for you. As always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have, and I appreciate you spending it with me. See you on the next episode.